Hi guys, my name is Ieva and I'm the host of the Baltic Startup Mafia podcast. Baltics are trying to be back to normal as COVID-19 cases are not much anymore. However, with the recent travel restriction removals, virus figures went up again, so everyone here is cautious. But um, there are some figures that made startup people happy and uh, this is what I would like to share with you. And uh, these figures show recent um, investments in startups that are uh, coming from Baltic countries. On some of those stories, I'll uh, focus shortly. Right after the announcement that this episode is brought to you by marketing and content agency Marketing Funds. Company Marketing Funds is based in Riga, Latvia, and has strong cooperation network across Baltics. So if you are interested in launching in Baltic countries or need an advice on spreading the word around the market, contact agency Marketing Funds. You can find more information in their website, marketingfunds.lv. But now let's jump into startup stories from Baltics. In the interview of this podcast episode, I have been talking to Karel Kotkas. His company Verif from Estonia closed a financing round of $15.5 million to ramp up global growth and sales to enterprise customers. This round is prior to a larger B-series financing round planned in the future, and money was raised from both new and existing investors. So the interview will be on the second part of the podcast. But I would like to start with um, some uh, interesting stories from Estonia. For example, Watifi. It is an app that allows users to watch a film together and decide how the story is told. Andres and Horowitz led a $10 million investment round into the company that also featured participation from individual bakers, including Netflix CFO David Wells, Supercell CEO Ika Pananen, PayPal co-founder Max Levchin and Zynga founder Mark Pinkos. Both uh, Watifi founders Janus Jus and uh, Hardy Maybaum are launching it as a free app that does not feature advertising, though they say eventually they will look to create a freemium model where users pay to unlock bonus features. For now, Watifi is offering just two films, but the founders say they are confident that the 80 possible endings between the titles will keep new users busy for a while. One more startup story from Estonia. And uh, this is about Pactum, an uh, artificial intelligence-based platform that uh, enables uh, global companies to automate personalized commercial negotiations on a massive scale. Pactum has announced the closing of a $3 million seed financing round. The company is working on uh, negotiations in a variety of industries, and uh, most of its clients are Fortune 500 companies. On average, 70 4 to 82% of uh, companies interacting with Pactum's artificial intelligence prefer it over a conversation with a human. This is uh, what the company says. For recent customers, uh, Pactum has calculated that um, it increases the value of long-tail deals by 11% to 27%. What else is interesting about this company? At the end of the March this year, Pactum announced that it supplies technology to Walmart, uh, the U.S. retail giant. If we talk about recent events in Latvia, startup Irons has raised $1.6 million in seed funding to develop a ground-based robotics system for wind turbine maintenance and inspection. The company has also decided to expand to the USA, thus uh, pivoting from their uh, previous drone focus. The startup has finalized the launch of a robotic system for wind turbine inspection and maintenance based on a patented ground-based winch and robotic arm technology. 
Successful pilots during 2019 have led to the first robots in commercial deployment in the US and Europe. This solution replaces Iron's well-known heavy lift industrial drone with a more simple, versatile and precise solution. The startup is known for its heavy lift drone solution which was used to perform the world's first drone jump. Founding team members also built the race car to set a speed record of the Pikes Peak hill climb race. One more story I want to share with you from Latvia is about the Solfejo. It is a music education app that is currently used by more than 8000 schools. Solfejo was selected as the winner of Midem Lab competition in the category Music Creation and Education. Midem Lab is the leading music startup competition by Midem, home of the global music community. Competition seeks out the most promising international startups developing new technologies that aim to reshape the music industry. The biggest news story by startup from Lithuania is definitely TransferGo. The London-based and Lithuanian-born international money transfer service has raised another $10 million in funding as it discloses that its customer numbers have surpassed $2 million. The startup is also announcing it has launched in 11 new markets, including Japan, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, Singapore and Ghana. That is a doubling down on Southeast Asia and African market expansion beyond its original focus on Europe. Founded in 2012, TransferGo's customers' base is predominantly made up of migrants who send money home to their families. It positions itself as offering one of the fastest international money transfer services on the market. This sees it able to provide international cross-network transfers, claiming to be the only pan-European money transfer company that can guarantee your money will reach its destination in 30 minutes. Another startup from Lithuania that helps to reach destination but only for different deliveries has uh, raised funding and it is Ziti City. It has closed a 2.2 million euro seed equity investment round. Founded in 2017, Ziti City empowers local businesses owners to compete with Amazon dominance by providing the platform for affordable same-day deliveries. With an on-demand solution, local e-shops and restaurants can optimize and distribute deliveries in real time without usual distribution centers and paying high commission fees to shipping companies or food delivery platforms. According to Ziti City's data, 60% of last mile deliveries are within a 5 km radius from pickup to the drop-off location. Short delivery distances widen the possibility for couriers to use any means of transportation, including cars, bicycles, e-scooters, etc. Since launch, Ziti City has been a success in France and the Baltics, used by over 2,700 companies. Are you ready for the interview? Now it's time. So the interview is with Karel Kotkas from Verif. Verif was founded in 2015 and aims to protect businesses and their customers from online identity fraud by making sure that a person is who they claim to be. Driven by artificial intelligence, Verif's technology can analyze and verify thousands of technological and behavioral variables in seconds. The startup team has a 300 people in it based in Tallinn and Tartu, Estonia and in New York. And the new investment brings Verif's total financing to 23.8 million US dollars. Co-founder of the company Karel will tell more in the interview. By the way, Karel has recently been announced as an entrepreneur of the year by Ernst & Young Estonia. So please enjoy our conversation. 
I always start with a pitch, so uh, could you pitch a Verif? Hi, yeah, happy to. I'm Karel, founder of Verif. Verif is building infrastructure for trust by allowing any website and mobile application to match the person with government-issued ID. There are about 240 million businesses in the world, but only 5% of world's economy happens online. And the biggest barrier of entry is the problem we are solving, which is limited trust. This is why Verif is essential for every business online. Okay. You are talking a lot about trust and also um, also uh, the company slogan is, is, uh, is trust is everything and uh, make it bulletproof. What about you? Do you trust people? Yes, I trust people. And actually, I'm, uh, I'm a very optimistic person on my own as well. And, and now, while being in this sector, I can see the stats as well. So initially, yeah, you have to trust the people in order to build a company that scales and you can work as a team. And second part of it is also people are actually good and there are good people out there. So we first enable honest people to make trusted online so we can make all the services accessible from wherever they are. But definitely there are also two to 5% of people that are not with a good faith in mind. That's the reason why Verif is required to make sure that all the online services is uh, being used by the good people. Do you have some statistics, um, how many um, probably fraud you have, uh, you have um, helped to prevent uh, with, with the identity verification? So there's actually like fraud is uh, within different customer segments, very different. Uh, for example, when, uh, when you need to verify people when they're applying for a loan online, <laughs> that is 2000 euro. And then you've seen that there's a wrong person behind the screen. You know exactly that you've saved up honest people. 2,000 euro, honest people and companies' money. But uh, if there's, uh, if, if somebody would like to hire a nanny for their children from Gerdaka Marketplace, the need for secure verification is so much higher than a couple of thousand in the banking segment. So it's very hard to put the price tag on trust. And because it's so different, crypto, fintech, banking, marketplaces. But our aim is to make sure that uh, that the answers we are given based on the metrics and that therefore can be made trusted. Uh, what industries are currently your biggest businesses? And definitely the biggest uh, industries are banking segment, uh, banking and fintech, where it's a regulatory requirement uh, to verify people online. But uh, we've seen also in the latest crisis where our market has expanded definitely at least doubled within the previous months, where identity verification is essential for telehealth companies, uh, enabling big corporations to do work from distance and providing notaries to get all the notarized contracts done from distance and universities to have remote examinations. So yeah, definitely FinTech and marketplaces, but the market is expanding at the time together with accelerated digitalization. What about competition? There's a lot of companies coming into this sector that definitely shows uh, the demand for solutions out there. And very if taking this unfair advantage around the knowledge around e-identity that has been with us since 2000 in Estonia and together with the team and knowledge share we've been solving this identity problem in a manner 
that we can do it on a global scale. So from our side, we've been focusing more on a very premium way of doing verifications, which is beyond just a compliance check mark that some companies need. But on the other side, make sure that the verification over a video and and online using your webcam is done in a more secure manner than physical face-to-face verification. I have uh, explored your LinkedIn profile and um, it seems that uh, you have worked only for startups. Yes. I mean, like, actually, LinkedIn shows like a couple of uh, projects that I've had previously. Actually, when I start to count them all, then uh, Verif is my 12th project that I can consider more or less like... (laughs) <laughs> but uh, the ones you most likely can see at LinkedIn has been during the times uh, when I was in a secondary school by launching the website sans.de where we enabled people to have access to the uh, short-term and flexible work and to enable people to make their time count and for youngsters to get the first time uh, work experience or um, gain some additional pocket money along the way. And then going further with some selling power banks on online during the festival. So there's been plenty of them. And Verif is the 12th one. It seems that you have worked um, or de- developed during the program a junior achievement, right? Yes. In your secondary exactly. school. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember your ever first ever business? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a country boy and I grew up on on a countryside where my first business that I consider as a first proper business was cutting the lawn by my neighbors. And and, and in order to go after the goal to have a BMX-like bike that I really wanted to have, because I'm the youngest one in my family, I always got the things from my older sister and brother but at one point I had different hobbies so I had to gain some opportunities to to pursue them so this was my first like business so to say that I had in the early days and then many many different things followed along and every single time you were able to learn more how to make business so definitely those small things are very valuable uh, today, if I look back, how important it is to start this um, entrepreneurial thinking um, during the school already. Actually, it's very, very unique opportunity that I'd like to recommend to everyone, because um, definitely on this road you're going to make a lot of mistakes by learning new things. So you can take at the school time more risks but you still have a roof and breakfast and dinner at home. So that's the reason why I'd like to recommend it to everybody to start already at the school times, because when something goes bad, you can fall back to your home. So how the idea about the Verif was born? When started with Verif, there's, I stumbled upon like things that happened already more than 10 years back, where living on a countryside, I... Only way to buy different goods online was to use eBay, for example. And uh, we, like at the farm, we had those big hay bales that we had to collect for the winter. And all those big hay bales were tied together with a blue plastic string where it was my job to collect it. And I started to search for alternatives, found the biodegradable wine, which basically cows could eat if they wanted to. 
but the only way to buy it was from eBay and only payment option was to use PayPal. So I did everything they asked for, sent a copy of my ID, but in a couple of days it ended up being an email where they said that unfortunately they're not allowed me to have the service because I'm not 18 years old. And at that time, when I was 14 years old, without thinking twice, changed my date of birth from 1994 into 1984 and my order got confirmed. So those issues were still present back in 2015 where we've understood that the identity online is broken, needs fixing, and there's a need very to do it. And uh, you succeeded to build a quite successful company and um, usually, uh, well, not always, but still often uh, people are um, gaining the first experience while working in some big corporations, um, seeing how things uh, have been done and then they are uh, opening their own companies. They're taking all courage, uh, moving on in their careers and um, and uh, they are... Um, creating the culture according their understanding and probably some things that they didn't like while working in the corporation. You have never worked in these corporations and it and it's, well, apparently you created uh, this uh, company culture on your own. Where did you get the inspiration and uh, what was your basic principles on building this uh, company? Even though I, I haven't worked for corporations before, I've had different projects uh, beforehand on my own as well. And uh, in order to solve big problem, you definitely have to have a team behind it. And there's no other way around of solving it than to have a big company at the end when it's a big problem to get solved. But yeah, definitely there's some principles where you don't have so much experience. It always starts about talking with a lot of people in order to learn and learn and learn and not to be afraid of asking for advice but to be very mindful that uh, advice always favors the giver so it means that you always have to learn from all the information you've got but make the decisions on your own and why building that if the culture definitely is formed the most by the first hundred people in your team and this comes together with the way Everybody have been working together and uh, it has to happen uh, naturally. And from our side, uh, even my lack of experience in corporations, I've been building the company where everybody would like to work at. And at first it's about the mission where everybody can see the impact on and the ways of working where we don't work for hours, we work for results and, and building the culture that everybody Put, could rely on and make their work enjoyable. Mm-hmm. How do you sort advices? Um, how can you tell that this, uh, well, this will I take with me and this one doesn't fit me at all? It's actually quite simple because at the end, you are the ones taking the responsibility. The ones giving you advice is just somebody with an opinion, but <laughs> not the one taking the responsibility. That's the reason why you have to rely on your knowledge around this field. And and at the end, nobody has built very before. That's the reason why the world is changing so fast. Uh, you have to be the one taking the responsibility and, and, and choosing between different advices the right way to go at. And if you always listen to the advice without having your opinion, then... Um, 
it's very hard to build a company out of it. How many people are you working in Verif now? Uh, at Verif, we have uh, now a bit more than 230 people divided by our three offices in Tallinn, Tartu and New York. How do you make this communication uh, between New York and, and, and Tallinn possible? Um, are there some secrets uh, working um, in different continents and, and uh, in different time zones, I believe? At first, it's all about documentation, around the information you share. We have a saying that we always document everything on Confluence. If it's not on Confluence, it doesn't exist. And definitely the same information channels like every other company has, like Slack. And on another side, our business is something that runs 24-7. That's also the part why some part of our business here in Estonia works also 24-7 in four different shifts. But our New York office, we know exactly that 2 p.m. Estonian time, we can say hi to them and then they are joining us as well. And, and that's the reason why um, actually over time it has worked out fine. And what about expansion plans? Do you already have some new countries on, or cities in mind? Very already now can verify people from 200 different countries and territories uh, together with uh, by us allowing to verify over 8,000 different government-issued IDs in the world. So definitely our user base is uh, global in terms of the volumes and, uh, and our reach. But most of the companies that we partner with are based in United States or UK, for example. So definitely the market is huge and there's so much more to tackle already at United States and UK and Europe. That's currently the main focus for us for 2020. But on a, on a global scale, our ambition is so much bigger than that. So currently, with this latest investment we've taken, we just continue on our proven track. Did the recent crisis somehow change your plans? Yeah, definitely. At one point, it was... Um, it changed a lot of the dynamics, how everything happens. And this is very, very understandable because it wasn't a financial crisis. It was a health crisis and there were so many things connected to it. But on another side, in terms of the business, it's been very hard for us to calculate the upside of the new business opportunities that came to us because we got the obligation to keep the world running when everybody were sitting at homes. In general, it has impacted very, very in a, in a positive manner due to the accelerated digitalization that happened. I believe that you will hire more people or what are your plans about that? Yes, we are definitely like expanding our presence by being next to our customers in United States and, and UK to make sure that our sales teams are there. And definitely it's also around... Uh, improving our R&D and automation. So investments into technology to make sure that our product is lighthouse in this identity verification sector and we can keep our flag up high on this front. What qualities are you looking for people when you hire them? Okay, you are uh, most probably hiring in uh, the management team. You are taking part in hiring there. But uh, still, what qualities uh, or values uh, you want your employees to have? We have also like set, uh, set values in place at the company where we've seen things that work and don't work, specifically related to Verif. So we are choosing 
like very carefully the people uh, that we'd like to work with. But on the other side, we see the people that join us are choosing also very carefully the place they'd like to work at. Taking into account they are seeking for a place that has an impact and a mission where they can see their contribution solving problems and, and solving the trust uh, in the online world. So definitely we'd like to have this vision match with the people that we'd like to have on board. Second part of it is uh, part of focusing on solutions because we have a limited amount of energy in life. If you use this limited amount of energy on complaining something instead of focusing on solutions, then you're wasting your energy. So definitely one part for us is to have this mindset of focusing on solutions. This comes together with understanding around uh, ideas are free, but execution is priceless, where you might have a very great idea, but uh, try it out and go after it. Then we can see and you can validate it on to yourself as well, whether it's uh, it's something that can fly. And in general, like there's like different values on top of it, but the most important part for the startups is always to go after momentum. And something that has worked out for us is um, having the very good synergy and balance between work smart and work hard, where experienced people together with a work smart part can set the direction where young talent can go after with the work smart hard part in order that creates momentum. So those are the things that uh, we are seeking for. And it always starts with uh, ground rules of having the vision match being the force for good and uh, and then the rest will follow. You have uh, recently been awarded as an entrepreneur of the year 2020 in Estonia by Ernst Young. What are your biggest challenges right now as an entrepreneur? In order to be an entrepreneur and in order to solve big problems, it always starts with a team. And uh, as, as of now, it's also the question around focusing on team, making sure that you can be there for them and even if it's like very challenging times around and you might not be able to see them around, there's a thing that there's no such things as over communication. You, you, you have to make sure that you can be next to your people in order to have this uh, strong team feeling in place. The biggest challenge is definitely, it hasn't changed too much, but it comes still back to being and holding your team together in a manner that everybody can feel good about. What's the plan when we will get the message that um, Verif has become a unicorn? Verif being a unicorn, it's, it isn't like a goal on its own for us. Rather a logical milestone on our track in order to make the trust reliable and scalable, where we are getting to the point that we have this single global identity and moving towards those steps where our understanding is that this scalable and reliable trust is the biggest opportunity online and in technology. That being said, the opportunity is so much bigger than just searching for some keywords online. So definitely it's uh, it's hard to tell when those news will be there for you. But for us, it's a milestone, not a goal. You believed in, um, in uh, the idea overall, not uh, the financial goal. Yes. Uh, we are not after the financial goal on this track. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's solving it, demands investments, going big. That's the reason why those milestones will be on this track as well. But, but the biggest goal is to see the usage and the impact.
that makes us the most happy. Mm-hmm. So recent investment, uh, a bit more than 15 million euros. What's the plan? Uh, what what are your next steps? Uh, what can we expect from you? There's another track that we're working on is is turning Verif into Verb. That also means that we have to have uh, more usage and that also drives sales and a lot going after like our US and UK markets by building the teams out there. And yeah, technology and automation investments. So with this investment, we are following our proven track at the moment and uh, not to say out any other teasers at this point. Okay. When more news, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, taking this time and, and um, uh, talking to me and I wish you luck and um, to reach your next goals. So thanks. And um, I, I hope you will joy, enjoy a summer and the holidays also a bit. I'll definitely do. Thank you, Yeva, and all the best to you as well. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. That's it for now. What else I wanted to tell you is that uh, BalticMafia.eu website is live. There you can find all previous episodes as well as uh, find out information about some advertising opportunities if you are interested. But um, otherwise, stay safe, continue to enjoy summer and uh, talk to you soon. My name is Eva and I'm the host of the Baltic Startup Mafia podcast.